0: lights camera jackson welcome to the lcj q a podcast you can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com poe the panda my pal right here is back kung fu panda the dragon knight new dreamworks series premiering this thursday july 14th on netflix joining me executive producers peter hastings and shant nigagosian guys welcome to the lcj q a
1: thanks for having us jackson
0: well done. Well done with my name also. <laughs> Thank you. Appre- appreciate that very much. And and I've seen the first couple episodes of this new Kung Fu Panda show. Really enjoyed it. Peter, let me start with you. When and how did it click for you that we can continue the iconic Poe the Panda story with this new show? Um, well,
1: I think it's, uh basically comes down to the fact that when you have a really, really strong lead character, you can keep telling stories with them because they have an interesting take. They have a funny take. They have a, you know, uh, just an opening to do a lot of stuff. So you've got, uh, you know, James Bond or Austin Powers or whoever it is. And Poe is really kind of one of those strong personality characters who can just keep telling more and more stories coming into it was really about how do we, you know, coming in with an angle to do something just a little different in terms of the story, which is how we ended up with our, our current uh, setup for our current series.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, Sean, I'll go to you with this one. How, how did you want to stay true to this legacy, what we have built for the last 14 years while also bringing in some new flavor and some new flair for a new generation of kids, maybe being introduced to Poe through this?
2: Yeah. I think we, you know, we love the, the movies. We love them. Right. And we want to, we, you know, kind of when I came on, the, the idea was let's make this as cinematic as the movies were. Uh, we want to make it really action-oriented. We want it more kind of adult themed. We we're the story, you know, once uh, Peter pitched the story, I was like, oh, wow, we're doing that. Cool. Like that is that is not what you would expect. So um, the pressure was on right away just to sort of like take take the uh, the best, most cinematic road to push designs, to go into different uh, locations than we've ever seen before in China in the movies and to just really expand it while being loyal to it. And the style was already really cool. So it was just a really fun puzzle to figure out.
0: Nice. I'll get into some of my favorite moments here coming up. But uh, Peter, we've got Jack Black returning as Poe the Panda for the first time, I believe, since Kung Fu Panda 3 that came out in 2016. So how was it collaborating with him and figuring out, all right, let's create an arc for an 11 episode uh, series that we have here an 11 episode season, creating that arc for this as opposed to creating an arc in a 90 minute movie?
1: um well okay first of all just bringing jack in uh you know i always say to people they ask me what jack black is like and i say like you know what you think he's like he's just like that he's he's he is that he is poe you know he and he is that uh that guy who wants to play who wants to have fun who wants to do silly voices who want who loves the soft and sentimental or sad sad kind of moments so um being very familiar with poe uh, it was pretty easy for us to get on track and to, um, you know, start recording him. So that was nothing but positives all the way through. Yeah. It's been, I mean, it's really one of the great things, you know, I think the the way that sort of storytelling has changed in in TV recently is that much more of an opening to do that kind of longer stories. Um, and, um, you know, basically what happens, is you kind of come up with some important beats you want to hit along the way, but you don't know exactly how you're going to get there. And so every episode still needs to be figured out. And we go like, we know we want to get to this big piece of information here. We want to get to this one here. We want to get to this particular uh, action sequence, uh, whatever. And so we just have uh, that um, to kind of hang our hat on and then figure the rest out as we go along. That's pretty much what happens.
0: I'm sure it's a journey to make this show. And, and a, this is a journey quest series with some big goals for these characters. And Sean, how did you want to create the perfect partner for Poe in Rita Ora's wandering blade character?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, we, it was about her physicality and stuff, you know, Poe's like really like low and moves and bouncy. Like his animation is actually bouncy. If you see him, he's uh, like a commercial character, but, um, But she's very rigid, you know, she's like, she always looks down. She doesn't move her head that much. I have to constantly make notes about like, don't make her smile. She doesn't smile. You know, we're saving that smile for like the end. (laughs) You know what I mean? She's going to get one smile. That's it. Um, So, you know, everything from how she sits to how she eats to how she does everything is all like very rigid. It's very, you know, even in her design, how she was designed. It makes it
0: work. I, I love the I love the thought that goes into all of that. And I love the lava tightrope sequence that's in the second episode. Peter, tell me about putting that together because it's really cool. And I think fans of the franchise will really like the action and the visuals that you bring, especially to a sequence like like that.
1: Uh, certainly, one of the hallmarks of the movies uh, and and of kung fu films in general are these uh, set piece um, action action set pieces that have a specific sort of prop to them or or, or something uh, or location which has a lot to do with how that action sequence plays out. So that's sort of our bigger goal, uh, kind of coming in, and then and then really, I think the ultimately what you end up seeing on screen is a classic example of the collaboration of all these people through the process. So if we could, if we say like, they've got to cross this river and it's a lava river. So that's really simple. That's coming from a writer sort of standpoint. And then the designers are jumping in and going like, we'll make it really cool. And this is how we'll make it look hot and we'll have fire and all that sort of stuff. And then this is what, how the rope works and all of these uh, you know, the details of it. And then the actors are coming in with their performance. So really what makes it work is a prime example of the collaboration of all the different teams um, through the storyboarding, the design, the actors, the writing. And and of course, you know, the sound effects and music um, that come. But at the very beginning, it's really like we want to create uh, set pieces that are action set pieces that are really kind of fun and clever and exploit what we've got going for us.
0: The details are so important. And one of the details I noticed in the first episode is a Tigress toy in Poe's bag. Sean, (laughs) what kind of Easter eggs are we going to get throughout the season? A lot.
2: There are, there, are, there are Easter, if you're looking, there are plenty of little Easter eggs like that going on all through the series. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's fun. You know, yeah, we, I sort of can't even really talk about too much stuff. So I'll leave it there. How about that?
0: Okay. Very good. Peter and Shant are with me here on the LCJ Q&A podcast. Kung Fu Panda: the Dragon Knight premieres this Thursday, July 14th on Netflix. One of the themes that from the first couple episodes um, that Poe has to learn is this theme of accepting responsibility. Peter, how did you want to infuse that theme and some of the other more adult themes, as you mentioned earlier, into this show?
1: Um, I think one of the things that was so appealing and fun in the very first movie is that Poe is like a loser. And he achieves this status. And I kind of felt like maybe he was just getting a little too fancy, uh, kind of for his own good. Mm -hmm. And also because it's so fun to watch this guy kind of uh, prove himself and want to prove himself. Um, And then, of course, in any time for anybody in the process of proving yourself, there's sort of like, the the myth of what it looks like and what other people think of you and what other people call you. And then there's the internal part, which is like accepting yourself and knowing that a title doesn't make you who you are. And, uh, you know, um, just being the truest version of yourself is really what, uh, you know, you need to be. So he starts out in a, you know, basically like, I need to get my crown back as it were yeah you know, which leads him to joining up with Wandering Blade on this mission. Um, but along the way, the challenge is really about uh, being his best version of himself and accepting the people that he's got to work with, even if they're different from him,
0: yeah, cause, yeah, you're right. you you start out with Poe little cocky, you know, I've achieved this certain status in my life and my career. And and then all of a sudden it just kind of hits him in the face and he has to face reality and win everyone over again. And that's really uh, interesting. You wanted to go down this road and I think it works. I think it's gonna work for families watching this, yeah.
1: It was fun, too, that, uh you know, when when we're doing in the in the pilot, there's a scene where he has to go through a crowd of people and everyone recognizes him right. and is all over him and stuff like that. And I was like, Jack, do you have any idea what that's like? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's happened to me a few times. He <laughs> said, I've been at the airport and people line up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Wow. So he, he was able to tap into that immediately.
0: There you go. And some of the key words and phrases in the Kung Fu Panda franchise are secrets and mastering. So. Shaunt, what is the secret to mastering the art of an animated comedy? Oh my goodness. Um... <laughs> 30 (laughs) years
2: experience. Yes. It's not one secret. It's, it's a a whole truckload of secrets, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for animated comedy, you have to get, like, you have to understand timing. You have to understand how to get a montage working. You have to understand how to set up a joke and pay off a joke. And it's even harder when you're doing an action show. That's also a comedy show, uh, right? Because action is like, just one type, comedy is one type. And then this show has both of those plus it has heart and it's actually not finishing up an episode and starting from scratch the next episode. We are doing serialized story. So that's the hardest type of show uh, that we're doing. We're doing the very hardest type of show that you can do. So you have to have all the skills and we had to make sure that we got uh, people on the show who sort of come from different parts of animation who can kind of come together and, and build it this way. Um, So yeah, it's tough, but there it is.
1: But really the driver for all of that is being true to the character of Poe and just recognizing what he's like, because he's kind of got all the elements that we need. So it's really about tapping into that, you know, it's really like, what would Poe do? And
0: one of the other big themes I got is this idea of summoning your inner peace and finding that. Peter, how were you able to find your inner peace as you were making these 11 episodes?
1: yeah Peter <laughs> uh, it wasn't from drinking uh, I um, how did I find my inner peace in this, doing these things? Um, I'm just gonna go right back to uh, Poe and again it's sort of like are you being true to this storytelling are you being true to the tone um, you know of this uh, property and that that gives you sort of inner peace in terms of uh, in in terms of making the show you know and then um and then it's as much as you can, um, you know, fixing things when they tap you on the shoulder and it says like, that doesn't feel true. That doesn't feel authentic. And taking the time to fix those things when you can, um, that brings you inner peace in making a show for sure.
0: Nice. And to wrap things up here, I'm going to ask you, Sean, about the most awesome, because awesome is another phrase, the most awesome toy you have ever seen. Because the the Poe Panda toy is a big element of the first episode. What's the most awesome toy you've ever seen for a show that you have been a part of in your career? Hmm.
2: That's a a good question. It probably was a Transformer. It was probably uh, maybe like Bulkhead in uh, Transformers Prime they made like a, like a actual metallic version of it. I think that might be the winner.
0: Nice. Peter, you got one too?
1: I have a bag of Animaniacs Happy Meal toys from the 90s. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're back in full force. Yes, yes. Well, it's so cool. I think I think a new generation of kids are going to go out and buy so many more of these Bo the Panda toys, when, especially when they watch Kung Fu Panda, the Dragon Knight premieres this Thursday, July 14th on Netflix from DreamWorks executive producers Peter Hastings and Sean Nikagosian. Thank you so much for being on the LCJ Q&A today.
1: Thank Thank you very much,
0: Jackson. Jackson. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Thank you for listening to this LCJ Q&A podcast episode. For all these episodes, go to Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and lights-camera-jackson.com. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.